As a Christian, you know that there's a battle raging within you, a battle between the old and the new natures. But what does that battle look like? How serious is it? And what hope do we have in the face of it? Reverend Spurgeon, help us to understand the conflict between the old and new natures in our lives as believers. My friends, the new nature and the old live in the same house. Two desperate enemies cribbed, cabined, and confined within this narrow house, man. The two compelled to dwell together. Consider the desperate pitch of fury these two get with one another. The evil thing says, I will turn you out, you intruder. I cannot be peaceful as I would. I cannot riot as I would. I cannot indulge just as I would. Out with you. I will never be content until I slay you. No, says the newborn nature. I will kill you and drive you out. I will not suffer stick or stone of you to remain. I have sworn war to the knife with you. I have taken out the sword and cast away the scabbard and will never rest till I can sing complete victory over you and totally eject you from this house of mine. They are always at enmity wherever they are. They were never friends and never can be. The evil must hate the good, and the good must hate the evil. These two things are always desperately at enmity with one another, and even when they are both quiet, they hate each other nonetheless. When my evil nature does not rise, still it hates the newborn nature. And when the newborn nature is inactive, it has nevertheless a thorough abhorrence of all iniquity. The one cannot endure the other. It must endeavor to thrust it forth. Nor do these at any time allow an opportunity to pass from being revenged upon one another. There are times when the old nature is very active and then, how will it ply all the weapons of its deadly armory against the Christian? You will find yourselves at one time suddenly attacked with anger, and when you guard yourself against the hot temptation, all of a sudden you will find pride rising and you will begin to say to yourself, Am I not a good man to have kept my temper down? And the moment you thrust down your pride, there will come another temptation, and lust will look out of the window of your eyes and you will desire a thing upon which you ought not to look. And before you can shut your eyes upon the vanity, sloth in its deadly apathy surrounds you, and you give yourself up to its influence, and cease to labor for God. And then, when you bestir yourselves once more, in the very attempt to rouse yourself, you have once more awakened your pride. Evil haunts you. Go where you may, or stand in what posture you choose. On the other hand, the new nature will never lose an opportunity of putting down the old. As for the means of grace, the newborn nature will never rest satisfied unless it enjoys them. As for prayer, it will seek by prayer to wrestle with the enemy. It will employ faith and hope and love, the threats, the promises, providence, grace, and everything else to cast out the evil. Well, says one, I don't find it so. Then I am afraid for you. If you do not hate sin so much that you do everything to drive it out, I am afraid that you are not a living child of God. Antinomians like to hear you preach about the evil of the heart, but here is the fault with them. 
They do not like to be told that unless they hate that evil, unless they seek to drive it out and unless it is the constant disposition of their newborn nature to root it up, they are yet in their sins. Men who only believe their depravity but do not hate it are no further than the devil on the road to heaven. It is not my being corrupt that proves me a Christian, nor knowing I am corrupt, but that I hate my corruption. It is my agonizing death struggle with my corruptions that proves me to be a living child of God. These two natures will never cease to struggle as long as we are in this world. The old nature will never give up. It will never cry truce. It will never ask for a treaty to be made between the two. It will always strike as often as it can. When it lies still, it will only be preparing for some future battle. The battle of Christian with Apollyon lasted three hours, but the battle of Christian with himself lasted all the way from the wicket gate to the river Jordan. The enemy within can never be driven out while we are here. Satan may sometimes be absent from us and get such a defeat that he is glad to go howling back to his den, but old Adam abides with us from the first even to the last. He was with us when we first believed in Jesus, and long before that, and he will be with us till that moment when we shall leave our bones in the grave, our fears in the Jordan, and our sins in oblivion. Once more, observe that neither of these two natures will be contempt in the fight without bringing in allies to assist. The evil nature has old relations, and in its endeavor to drive out the grace that is within, it sends off messengers to all its helpers. Like Kedor Laoma, the king of Elam, it brings other kings with it when it goes out to battle. Ah, says old Adam, I have friends in the pit. He sends a message down to the depths and willing allies come from there. Spirits from the vast deep of hell, devils without number come up to the help of their brother. And then, not content with that, the flesh says, Ah, I have friends in this world. And then the world sends its fierce cohorts of temptation, such as the lust of the eyes and the pride of life. What a battle when sin, Satan and the world make an assault upon the Christian all at once. Oh, says one, it is a terrible thing to be a Christian. I assure you it is. It is one of the hardest things in the world to be a child of God. In fact, it is impossible unless the Lord makes us his children and keeps us so. Well, what does the new nature do? When it sees all these enemies, it cries out unto the Lord, and then the Lord sends it friends. First comes into its help, Jehovah, in the everlasting covenant and reveals to the heart its own interest in the secrets of eternity. Then comes Jesus with his blood. You shall conquer, he says. I will make you more than a conqueror through my death. And then appears the Holy Spirit, the Comforter. With such assistance, this newborn nature is more than a match for its enemies. God will sometimes leave that new nature alone to let it know its own weakness, but it shall not be for long, lest it should sink in despair. Are you fighting with the enemy today, my dear Christian brothers and sisters? Are Satan, the flesh and the world, that hellish trinity all against you? Remember, there is a divine trinity for you. Fight on, though like valiant for truth, 
your blood runs from your hand and glues your sword to your arm. Fight on, God himself is with you, Jehovah Nisi is your banner, and Jehovah Rophi is the healer of your wounds. You shall overcome, for who can defeat omnipotence or trample divinity beneath his foot? Indeed, what a fight it is, but we have the help of the Father, the Lord Jesus, and our wonderful Counselor, the Holy Spirit, to combat it. And we must press on. We must fight with valor. We must fight with bravery. And we shall, by grace, in God's power, overcome. That answer to help me understand the conflict between the old and new natures in my life as a believer was provided during a Sunday morning sermon preached on the 23rd of January, 1859, titled The Fainting Warrior. Thank you for being with me today. Until next time, the Lord bless you.